it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there and welcome to this episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. One of the things that has concerned a lot of blind and vision impaired people about the National Disability Insurance Scheme, which has been running for about five or six years now, is the lack of ability to be responsive to communication needs for people with a disability. As an example of this, many people still receive communications from the NDIA in written printed format. This is obviously useless for anyone who's totally blind and makes life difficult for anyone who's vision impaired. Many blind and vision impaired people want to be communicated with electronically, or in braille, or in large print. Well, that's now becoming a reality with the NDIA changing its communication guidelines and including those alternate formats in their methods of communication. We speak today with Matthew Wright. Matthew is the manager of the National Engagement Branch of the National Disability Insurance Agency. Thanks very much for joining us on New Horizons. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Vaughan. Now, I haven't had you on this program before, so why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do to keep busy? Well, firstly, Vaughan, let me tell your viewers that uh, I'm deaf and using technology to be part of today's proceedings. Um, I am the branch manager of National Engagement here at the National Disability Insurance Agency. And uh, we do things like uh, we run the stakeholder engagement model. So we support organisations, critical organisations to the NDIS, like Blind Citizens Australia. Uh, we run webinars uh, uh, on critical topics for people with disability, things like assistive technology talk that we did recently and on employment. And we also do uh, uh, large scale engagement. Uh, at the moment, our team is working with the Prime Minister's office and the Minister's office on roundtables where people with disability uh, meet the Minister and the Prime Minister and talk about the key concerns they have around the scheme. It's worth noting that uh, there have been in recent uh, recent months a number of concerns that uh, people with a disability generally have had around the scheme. And there have been some uh, interesting concerns raised by people who are blind or vision impaired, most notably to do with uh, alternate formats and uh, the use of Braille and things like that. Things within the NDIS have been changing in a very positive direction in uh, recent months regarding the production of uh, alternate formats. Formats, but why don't you uh, go into what some of those concerns have been? Well, look, um, the, some of the concerns are around many people who are blind and vision impaired have been uh, uh, rightly concerned that uh, they would like to receive information like letters and their plan in a format that works for them. And so a critical uh, aspect that we have been working on is to ensure that we provide a range of options um, and so we have worked to make adjustments to ensure that people who are blind and vision impaired can now select uh, large font uh, audio options, uh, select their plan or letters in braille or e-text or select a hard copy um, in the portal and then have those formats provided so that they can uh, be able to access that critical information. 
That's really important uh, from the point of view of uh, most people who are blind or vision impaired. I, for example, had a situation where when I attempted to uh, to join the NDIS the first time, uh, my forms got completely and utterly lost and I wasn't in a position to do anything about it because uh, they were sent to me in an envelope in print and uh, I had no one to, uh, to read my mail at that time and uh, eventually the time limit ran out and uh, I had to reapply. Well, I'm very sorry uh, that you had that experience and it's a really good point you raised because one of the most important changes that we've made is also suppressing some of that hard copy that's going out that's really superfluous to a person's needs if they are actually receiving uh, their letters and correspondence and what have you in the format that they desire. I understand that... Uh... A lot of people who are blind or vision impaired, and probably a lot of people generally, as you say, aren't requiring a hard copy any longer, and uh, getting access to it on their computer is, uh, is perfectly useful and perfectly usable. Is that something that is now readily available to people? Uh, well, it's, it's another good question. The, one of the uh, new enhancements that we've planned that will happen shortly is also to be able to provide uh, an email to participants who choose that option. Um, so there will be a new option in the correspondence preference section that allows people to select an email and uh, in terms of their plan or other information, and we will be able to do that. And uh, we are very close to being able to deliver that change as well. What do you think that means for not just for blind and vision impaired people, but in terms of the NDIS itself, do you think that this will help the scheme to become more responsive to the needs of, uh, of its consumers? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, the NDIS uh, uh, is, a, is a very large undertaking, but we are very uh, uh, in tune and um, interested in uh, the participants and needs of our participants and um, uh, always trying to ensure that we provide information uh, uh, to participants in the way in which that they would want it. And that's just so important for people with disability to have that information to, so that they can express their own choice and control and uh, make meaningful decisions about their life and what they choose to do with their plan. Matthew, perhaps you could tell us about the formats that are available to people and how one goes about making sure that uh, that one receives the most appropriate and useful format. Right, okay, so the formats that are available are, of course, large font, uh, audio, uh, braille, uh, e-text and hard copy. Um, and very shortly, we will be able to provide people who are blind or vision impaired with an email option uh, for the participant plan or for correspondence. Um, and in order to uh, access uh, those um, preferences, you would have to go onto um, the portal and under my details, um, select uh, how can the NDIA contact me? And then you will be given the option to select any of those options. And is this something that's available to people from the moment they make their first uh, foray into applying for the NDIS? That's right. So as soon as you have access to the portal, you'll be able to uh, 
he can select one of those preferences. This is a pretty exciting change for the uh, for the NDIS, and I, I guess some might say that uh, that it really should have been something that was considered from the start. What are the implications of this change, and why wasn't it done from the start? Look, I, I think that uh, absolutely uh, people with disability uh, should have uh, communication and uh, information in the way that works for them. That's absolutely the principle that we at the NDIA are all working toward, um, but it is a very big scheme. Uh, we've, uh, it's been created from scratch to provide supports to 460,000 Australians with a disability. And uh, there have been, of course, some teething issues, some things that you know, we have learnt along the way um, in terms of improvements, in terms of meeting the needs of people with disability. And uh, this is one of them in terms of reforming our systems so that we can put people with disability at the heart of um, the decision-making of the scheme. In terms of the NDIS uh, in total, is this the first time across the world that something like this has ever happened? Look, I, I think, uh, you know, when I talk to international experts like Michael Kendrick, um, they say that 460,000 people with disability has not, uh, from, you know, in three years coming into the scheme has not been done anywhere else. Um, uh, but I think, you know, uh, NDIS uh, is not only about uh, participant plans and supports, but it's also about the vision of people with disability being part of the community uh, as a citizen like everyone else. What lies ahead in, do you think, in the future of uh, the NDIS? Well, I think we, we will continue to work directly with organisations like Blind Citizens of Australia, uh, with individual people with disability to uh, refine and improve our systems to ensure that people with disability at the heart of decision-making, um, to select the assistive technology that they need and want, to select options in terms of services and support that make a difference in their life. And as I said before, but the fundamental premise of the NDIS is about people with disability being part of the community, uh, like anyone else being able to access services, uh, hobbies and interests and employment, just like any other citizen. Matthew, thanks uh, once again for joining us on the program. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Vaughan. Matthew right there with the National Disability Insurance Agency. I intend to have more discussions with the NDIA about their practices, so if you've any questions that you'd like asked in particular, then send them to me, new.horizons at bca.org.au, new.horizons at bca.org.au, and uh, in a few months we'll set up another interview and ask those questions. And if you'd like more information about the NDIA's new communication strategies, then there's an article about it in the upcoming edition of Blind Citizens News. Watch your inbox for that one. Don't forget to look at the NDIS portal to change your communication preferences to one that better suits your needs. Looking to the future now, Monday the 30th of September is International Podcast Day. One of the questions I get asked quite regularly is how I find information as a blind person that is relevant to me, particularly regarding technology, blindness issues and uh, other things that are happening around the blind community. Well, obviously, there's the New Horizons podcast and there are many others as well. As I said, Monday the 30th of September is International Podcast Day. And in celebration of International Podcast Day, I thought it would be really good to hear from you. 
What I'd like you to do is to come up with one, maybe two podcasts that you like to listen to and why you like to listen to them. Make a recording and email it to me at new.horizons at bca.org.au. New.horizons at bca.org.au. Now, I can't guarantee to play all of them, but uh, around 60 seconds or so, no more than that, because uh, we want to feature as many people as we possibly can. So if you have a favourite podcast that... uh, that you feel helps you out as a blind or vision impaired person. It doesn't need to be about blindness or vision impairment issues, but uh, it would be really good to hear how it applies to you as a blind or vision impaired member of Blind Citizens Australia. Or indeed, if you're not a member of Blind Citizens Australia, of course, you can still send in your recording. So, as I said, about 60 seconds or so with uh, one, maybe two podcasts that, uh, that you find interesting or useful as a person who is blind or vision impaired. Coming up in a future program, we'll be speaking to John Simpson, and uh, John will update us about what's happening with uh, the Board of Blind Citizens Australia and uh, the upcoming AGM, which is uh, slated to be held in uh, November or December, somewhere around there. And uh, we'll hear from John in coming programs. As always, if you've got something you'd like to hear on New Horizons, then get in touch with me. New.horizons at bca.org.au is the address. New.horizons at bca.org.au. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia directly, bca at bca.org.au is the email address. bca at bca.org.au. The telephone number, of course, 1800 033 660. 1-800-033-660. Blind Citizens Australia relies heavily on donations from the community and from other organisations. If you or someone you know would like to donate to Blind Citizens Australia, get in touch with the head office and have a chat to them. Alternatively, look at the website and uh, you can find out how to donate there. bca.org.au is the website. I'm Vaughan Benison. It's been a pleasure to have your company for the last 15 minutes or so. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream Of a dream